Christmas and a bottle of rum. Ho, ho, ho. I love that photo. Yeah. It's good. You're like, the, you're like some weird specter in the background. I look like I'm like about to sell you some snake oil. <laughs> like, like charismatic look like. Interested in my wares? Yeah. It's great. This oh, stuff yeah. is, uh, that's pure, that's talent. That's charisma. Yeah. To be able you, to sell you can't, snake oil? No, to just like, to be, get those kind of pictures. You can't just get those. No, you can't. That's, that's something you don't simply attain. Yeah. That's just same, nature. Same thing as people, all those people saying, oh, modern art's so ridiculous. Psh, why don't you try splattering paint? And selling and, uh, it. And making fucking millions off it, huh? And yeah. money laundering. That's what it. I thought. Yeah, and yeah, com- committing money laundering. <laughs> so I'm like convinced some of that is totally just money laundering. Oh, what, are you kidding me? It's 100% money laundering. Yeah. What yeah. else could it possibly be? Okay, there's a certain degree of the, the supply and demand where obviously... Even if Van Gogh literally just sh- shat onto a, a onto a, a canvas, it would still be worth tens of millions, no problem, just because he's Van Gogh. Yeah. And anything that he made is now in limited supply because he's dead. Yeah. You can't get any more Van Gogh paintings. He's gone. You can't do it. You can't get any more of his shit. Yeah, and you ain't going to get any of his shit stains either, so you better appreciate it. Yeah. Um, the only shit stains we, we're going to get are his his paintings. But at the very least, then, then there's just modern art, which is just dog shit. Yeah. In some cases. Yeah. You, you just look at it and think, wow, that is literally the color blue, and you put a line through it. Yeah. And you sold that for $200 million. That's money laundering. I, I, like, there's no way uh, some eccentric guy thought, oh, man, I'm just going to blow $200 million instead of leaving this on the, the, into, into the stock market. Yeah. Or put it into some sort of thing that gives me guaranteed returns. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely probably a lot of money laundering. All that did said, you know, did did you see that um, that that like Banksy? Sorry, I don't. Before you run away with it though, yeah. All that said, if it's somebody situated like Van Gogh, buying the paintings probably going to make you money in the long run, right? Because you know that that the the fact that it's rare, it's going to keep going up in value. So yeah. I get that, but modern art, I don't fucking get it. No, I what were we going to say? Some some about Banks? Oh no, Banksy, the uh, the artist. Oh, we started, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, welcome, welcome to Real Neighbors. What is? We're here to talk about fine dining, and, art, and some crafts and culture. Crafts. What's um? Yeah. What episode is it? It's like forty-six, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna guess. I'm not. Yeah. It's. I think it's something like that. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, the, I just. I don't know. We were just talking about art, and it reminded me of a Banksy painting that. He had a shredder timed into it, so the minute it sold, it, the frame shredded the painting or something. Really? It was like an auction, yeah. And then as soon as it sold, the frame shredded it. Did that make it more valuable? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> probably. The person probably creamed themselves. It's probably more oh my it's God. more interesting it's, now. For it's sure. stunning and brave. It's the new thing. Yeah. Interactive art. It's like opening up a gift box. Yeah, I don't know. I probably did make it worth more theoretically because it's more interesting. You buy now. the painting and it just shoots a little bit of like perfume on your chest, mm-hmm. makes you smell nice. That'd be cool. And you kind of oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's oh, good. It's a painting of cologne that does that, and that'd be cool. Yeah, and it, yeah, but only the first time you buy it, it just gives you a quick like injection yeah. of this very special made, you know, hand like just 
used like made by a person's hands in the Netherlands. Just, just their hands. And they don't believe in shipping things by plane, so they had a boat. Yeah. Slowly bring it across the sea. They injected and it was all the done, paintings. And the boat had to be made of wood. It was a sailboat. Yeah. And it was the only cargo on board, and it, the ship was run by only a mere three men. Yeah, they they got ethics. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, yeah, that's I. Uh, that Wouldn't that be a huge a flex? Thing. And then you'd write a story yeah. about how you got that perfume, yeah. and that would be on the back of the painting or something like that. That probably oh, already dude, is they'd a get, thing. They'd get so hard. <laughs> a lot of those like those people that buy modern art just they like that's that's their wet dream. I don't know why somebody please please hire me. Yeah. If this is what you're looking for. I can I can make this shit up all day. Yeah. And I can make it sound as cool as possible. Didn't you uh know someone who he he sold paintings for quite a bit? Yeah, yeah, I had a buddy. Uh He he was he was a cool guy. His name was uh you can look him up. His name was Terry Black. And just a gr- I think a lot of his greater p- I think a lot of his better paintings sold for around like 25 to 50,000 a pop. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, and he's done everything from my uh from what I've seen from hyperrealism to other times he did prefer more abstract and Yeah. No, he's very talented guy, very very interesting guy. Yeah. Very detail oriented. He can kind of observe things and in all these weird ways, okay? Like actually here's a great example. My my uncle went to visit him one time and there he was we they were sitting outside and he was looking around and he and he he noted he went the hue of everything is different right he said like why is the colors of everything around me different and then uh, he ran inside and I, there's apparently like a, a small solar eclipse happening oh really or something like that during the day that they just you you just couldn't really tell right um but he just noticed shit like that yeah, he's like something about the sun is a little because off he just or... notices things like because he's an artist, right? He he notices yeah. the, comp, the composition of things. So he like he'll for example, you can tell that he just notes the color and geometry of everything around him. And right, very yeah. creative guy. And uh, my uncle just I just remember my uncle being very impressed by that. So he told me that story. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, I find like the more you kind of draw or paint or something. Your brain does start kind of breaking things down because I, I definitely recall when I first got really into uh, drawing. Like, uh, I there was a period of my life where I was kind of making myself do like one thing a day, like kind of complete a little sketch of something. And uh, yeah, kind of like the more you look around, like you just start really realizing like the basic shapes of things and realize like just it gets you good at like picturing what what you wanna kind of yeah. put copy on paper also basically. i don't know how you let me get away with that what but no i have to slightly rescind i i said solar eclipse which is obviously ridiculous i meant oh, solar flare right yeah solar eclipse <laughs> i was thinking about it i'm like pretty well documented. i was like no no i'm like it also not only that everybody notices when there's a solar eclipse. right it's a pretty notable obvious thing happening yeah that no, kind of uh, slipped right by me yeah no i meant there was a solar flare mm-hmm and that just changed the hue of uh, how the sun was apparently just shining down or something like that. Right. And I, I feel like in my head I pictured that's what you meant more yeah, so. Yeah. No, it's funny because, yeah, I just said solar eclipse and we both just kind of went, yeah, wow, that's amazing. He noticed a solar eclipse? <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Is that the one that you can't look directly <laughs> at? Or uh, is that a lunar eclipse? I believe. Good question. Oh, Jamie! Now, now, now you're shaking my my fundamental knowledge. Yeah. The, you know what the bummer is? Is these things happen rarely enough that you don't really 
Yeah. Somebody says solar eclipse, lunar eclipse. I'm like, ah, it's one of those things where one the moon them. goes in front of the sun at some point. And yeah. I don't know. I think I think the lunar eclipse is the one you can't look at because the lunar eclipse means it's going in front of the sun, I would imagine, right? That seems like a pretty safe... Jamie, that seems like a safe bet. Yeah. So therefore, Let's go with that. Then what's a solar eclipse? When the sun goes in front of the moon? I don't know. Or, wow. Or no, I think this... this no, the solar, I think, is when the sun is behind the earth and it reflects the earth's shadow onto the moon. Please, somebody. Somebody it's, it, it's one who of remembers those. grade four, please. Yeah, it's... Help us. It's literally like... Oh, please, God. Those are the definitions, but I don't know if I got it right. You know what I mean? I don't know which, I, I which is I get what you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying. Pretty sure that's you know the what? description. I know what I mean in my head. People know what we mean. We can move yeah. on, right? We can just accept that. Yeah. Or we can have or, Benny look it up. Or, or Benny, could you just could you just tell us? <laughs> so a, a lunar me. eclipse occurs when Earth passes between the sun and the moon, casting a shadow on the moon. Oh, so yeah, I had it That's opposite. the cool one. Now, that's bad because... So solar eclipse happens when the moon passes between Earth and the sun, leaving a moving region of shadow on Earth's surface. Yeah, and you want to, when you're looking at the, the first one, was that lunar eclipse? That was solar. solar. Or, or, sorry, the the one with the moon. That's the one where it goes dark. The reason Some why you should Casting a shadow on yeah. the moon. The reason you yeah. need special glasses is because when it becomes dark, your eyes readjust. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're looking at where the sun is, and obviously it's not good to look at the sun in the first place, but yeah. looking at it when it goes dark is bad, especially because your eyes are basically widening, going, oh, it's kind of dark. And yeah. then the sun starts to peek out again. Like the UV rays and, and it stuff. And it can definitely it can shock your eyes initially. Yeah. So I, I even though I just read it, I already kind of forget which is which. But anyway, uh, one of them that you're not supposed to look at, I think it was <laughs> yeah. the lunar. Uh, I, th- I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, I remember I was in my, I was like watching my cousin's dog at the time. That's pretty irrelevant. I don't know what. But anyway, I was in his backyard, <laughs> and uh, I just remember looking through my phone camera at it. Like using it as a barrier, which probably isn't smart. But I like, don't know if that. I don't know if that's an adequate way to deal with that. I but, don't think that it, works. But like my logic there is like obviously there's no way looking at it through a picture is gonna hurt my eyes. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I, was I like, guess so. It's kind of. I mean, filter. but you also didn't you still have to point the phone at the sun? There was still definitely a, then, a danger point there where I could have okay. maybe all right expose my eyes for a second. Yeah, but I I for the most part, had it like pretty close to my eyes and covered the sun with my phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they have those specially made glasses. I think they sell. Yeah, I think. Yeah, don't do that. By the way, I'm not like recommending this. <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's the that's the <laughs> the phone might not approach. be the phone might not be adequate. I'm that's just, the path you should take. I'm just saying I did, which might might have been dumb. <laughs> yeah, those special glasses would be nice. I didn't have any though. You didn't have any on hand? No. I don't keep my Eclipse glasses. All I have is... Uh, the only sunglasses I have are Ray-Bans. Yeah. Which are pretty premium. They're quite nice. I think they were uh, like 150 bucks or something. I didn't pay for them. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. I would never spend that much money casually on a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. Now, the downside to that is... Especially if I'm doing something physical. Like if I'm running around at the beach... Which is kind of like that's most of the time when I need sunglasses, I'm doing something physical. I'm out doing things, contact or yeah, like a contact sport or running around or I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. But in all, in probably eighty percent of contexts, I'm scared to wear them. Right. Or maybe I should just ruin them. You know, I'm not sure. But yeah, 
It, it's kind of you kind of go. This is 150 bucks. Am I just going to go? They sound like more of a burden than anything. Exactly. You, yeah. you have to be worried about the whole time. It's like those. It's like Bluetooth headphones, man. Yeah. I, like Jesus, I've already lost two or three pairs. I know because you, they need so to put small. those things on a string or something. I know they should almost create this weird kind of connection between the two buds. Yeah, that'd be cool. Too bad no one saw to that. And even maybe maybe if you even connect it to the phone, that'd be handy. And then it, then it'd be like impossible to lose them because, right. you, like you you'd ha- like you you would. It's genius. Just like a cord that leads right to like maybe some sort of a socket or something. Yeah, some sort of plug-in. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, what do we use for guitars? Quarter inch. What if we have that? Like, what if what if it's an an eighth inch? Oh, wow, that's revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> Should definitely, yeah, just like a guitar amp, basically, like a guitar cord to an amp. That's a uh... man. <laughs> you should invent that. Um, I will. Okay, but I. To be fair, what happened is, I was oh, so I was on the subway in Toronto, and I because I think my dad gave me a pair because he bought the uh, he bought the AirPods for the. It's like the Apple thing or something, and he said, yeah. "I got these other ones. You can have them." So I just I took them and I was wor- I was wearing them on the subway and I was it was rush hour and I was like bumping through like getting out and I bumped into someone and one of them fell out. Yeah. And I think it was it was just gone. Cuz it's rush hour. There's just like hundreds of people running everywhere and the moment it like knocked out of my ear I went fuck. It's already over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. So like he just had like an old pair of bluetooth headphones. Yeah, I was like he the, gave the Jays or whatever. Okay, yeah. This, this was like four years ago. This yeah. episode was brought to you by Raycon. <laughs> hey, dude, I got a free pair of Raycons off a of sponsorship. All right, did you? I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, they're they're okay. They're they're decent. Yeah, it's funny because my current, good for the money. I would say my current phone doesn't even have like a port for headphones, so I I would actually need Bluetooth speakers. Mine does. Yeah, I kind of want that because I don't even own Bluetooth speakers or headphones. Yeah, you well the, I I I like the option. I this actually was the one of the deciding factors because I it was I think this is the last Samsung phone that has the headphone jack now. Really, and I think even they've kind of moved on. So, I like them. I know. I don't know. I I don't give a shit. They they say, wow, look now we got stereo speakers. Yeah. On our phone, I'm like very impressive. It still sounds like shit, and it's still <laughs> coming out of my phone. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I want something. Like, going I just to give my me the give me the headphone straight jack. to the eardrums. Yeah, but no. it's just classic, classic Apple. They just they just they remove features and everybody else goes, oh my god. Yeah, and they follow suit in the next two or three years. That is true. Yeah, unfortunately, what there's a- probably more benefits than that. I imagine. Let's say for waterproofing and shit like that. But yeah, it can't be that. It can't be that hard. Right. Right. I, I don't know. Doesn't matter. I I, I I converted. I have Bluetooth and shit now. So I saw a mouse that Apple made. Um, it was like. Basically, you can't charge it because it was a wireless mouse, but you couldn't charge it while you're using it because there was like a weird USB that flipped out of the bottom or something. Yeah. Or not USB, but like something. Or yeah, I think it was a USB, but it flipped out of the bottom. Um, so the only way you could use it or like so you pretty much couldn't use it while it's charging. I'm like, that's some pretty bad design. Um, but it must have been some, an older one. Yeah. but There's no someone, way they'd get away with that nowadays. But then I think someone... Because, uh, yeah, whatever the post I saw it on, I don't remember where I read that, but remember there was a comment and someone pointed out that they sold something separately with it. Or no, they, they're they like, it's actually probably just to sell more because if you 
typically you'd probably have an extra then while the one's charging. So it kind of like makes people buy more of it. So like just little sneaky <laughs> things like that. Uh, maybe, dude. I, did you, how long ago was this? Uh, That's I, the big question. I don't remember. Because I would say with how... They've they've gotten pretty they've gotten pretty fucking good at it the last five years in terms of you know just being someone intuitive about their product design. Yeah. Maybe if it was ten years ago, I'd believe it. I will say this though, they're magic mouse. Have you used those magic mouses where it doesn't have two separate buttons? It's just yeah. one button and to right click you have to like press both sides at the same time or right. something like that. Yeah. I fucking hate those things so yeah. much. It's There's weird. nothing more disappointing than Let's say your buddy goes, oh, you want to play Age of Empires or something? Don't worry. I have a mouse. And you that's know? it. <laughs> and they give you a fucking magic mouse. Yeah. It's a slap in the face. Don't they have like a little a ball as well? Like, isn't the scroll wheel just like a ball? Yeah, it's a ball. Yeah. That's annoying too, actually. I hate everything about it. I it just is my mo- One of my most hated... Uh, oh, I think Apple, they're, they're fucking genius. I'll, yeah. I'll give them credit because everybody's gobbling their shit up. Okay. Yeah. Clearly, they know way more than I do, and kudos to them for that. <laughs> but holy shit. Yeah. It's so expensive. They have th- currently have three different charging adapters for, like, you know, their lightning. And then I think they have a proprietary one for their laptop, and they have something else. They have three. I, and, and they all are, like, 60 bucks a pop if you buy them from Apple. Yeah. They constantly replace them, in the, in the, like, in the, within three to five years. So you have to constantly buy these new chargers from them. And Right. Do you know what's funny? I've noticed... They make so much money off that. I, w- I, I can only imagine. Oh, absolutely. So much money. Um, I've noticed that people who own like iPhones, I've noticed a lot of them refer to their phone as their iPhone. That's just like a little thing I've noticed. Like people, usually if someone's just talking about their phone, they'll just say, oh, like I left my phone in my car. But I've noticed people are like, oh, I left my iPhone in my car. Have you noticed that? That genuinely is a thing I've noticed recently. You know what? A lot of my friends currently don't really have iPhones. Yeah. So I, can't, I don't, actually don't know. I don't know right now. I don't know. I, I, I can't tell if it was partially me, but I'll, most of my buddies right now have Androids. Right. Yeah. I, mine's a, a Huawei. which Huawei. Huawei, which was almost banned. Is it banned in the States? I, I can't remember. They might have been discontinued recently. Yeah. Yeah. Where they just can't like release new products, or or maybe it's they can't do five G. It was it was one of those two. Oh, okay. Um, no, nah, dude, they definitely do shady shit. There's no question. Yeah, it's it's one hundred percent confirmed. That's why they they're they're not a big fan of them doing business here. Oh, I know. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny because when I bought my my Huawei, um, Huawei, Jamie, <laughs> I uh, please get cool it right. Whip. Um, no, yeah, when I bought it, I didn't know anything about all that. Yeah. And it was probably a good like month after I bought it when I started reading all this shady stuff about it. I was like, oh, I'm like, great, cool. And you thought, I might as well hold on to this for years and years to come. Yeah, I'm like, well, I, I mean, I'm not actually worried, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, everything you go on online is probably... Jimmy, you wish you had en- you wish you had enough going on that the Chinese government would be interested. I know, exactly. Like They're like, wow, this guy... <laughs> that, like... He's just petting his dog earlier. Like no, they're probably just trying life. to figure out what the uh, the what the average person can. Well, data, what the average person is interested in that they can sell to you. Oh, exactly. That's no, yeah, that's what they're more interested. Data, in. just, data just sells for a lot, like people's personal data. So yeah, that's definitely all it is. They're just profiting off me. No, of course. Why do you, why do you think much, so many? Much like any phone is really. I'm well, sure. I mean, it, there is no. That's true for everything. Obviously, they. W- in the internet age, we're protected to a degree, 
But we're not fully protected. Yeah. Why do you think every Google product's free? Why is Gmail free? Why is Google like why is their search engine free? It's because they can so they can sell the information of what people are interested in. Right. The companies that go, oh, we're making this product. What do people value the most out of this product, for example? Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Let's say, I don't know, stupid example. They go, what, man, we're selling blankets. What do people love about blankets? <laughs> and people say, and then Google goes back and says, people fucking love blankets when, when, they're, when they, learn that they don't make you hot at night. Yeah, and people, and people go, oh shit! Let's figure out a way to get some cool blankets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's get a forty-pound blanket. People like feeling. It like sounds ridiculous, being but there's something crushed. a l- somewhat akin to that, pretty close to that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Because but, nobody, man, when you when you hear like, let's say, when you said that Apple product, for example, when the USB is on the bottom, you think that's so stupid. But when you're designing a product, it's incredible how unintuitive it can sometimes be. Right, right. Where you you make something and pe- you release it, and people go, "Oh, that was dumb," or "That sucked." Yeah. And, and in your mind, as a developer or whoever was working at the company, that went through like four layers of management to reach you, and all those people are going. They all thought it was great. Right. They thought, "Oh, that's fucking cool." Oh, uh, yeah. Let's give that to people. And then he's like, "What do you think, boss?" And other boss, and it goes to the top. And then it gets shipped to you, and then you go, this fucking sucks. Yeah. And they're all just like, oh, how is that possible? Yeah. We all liked it. You guys should like it. That's like, uh, I think it went back, but IHOP briefly changed their name to IHOB. Yep, they and, did. Uh, I'm just like, how many layers of like of people did this go through, like marketing team and everything? And they're all like, yeah, this is a great idea. And I now, don't think I heard a single person think that was a good idea. Okay, to be fair, I can already I can already imagine what was in their head. Okay, yeah. they were thinking most companies want to be, always get bigger and be the biggest thing ever. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, okay, IHOP already is a it's a staple name, but we're not the hot shit. We're not McDonald's, right? Right. We don't. We're not. We need to be even bigger. How do we do that? We we become more generic. Yeah. We become more broad appeal. How do we do that? Say we serve breakfast. We're the International House of Breakfast. Yeah. You you get up at 8 a.m., you're going to want some IHOB. Wait, oh, was that? I thought it was inter- I thought it was because they changed it to International House of Burgers. I thought it was breakfast. I, uh, Wait, what, they they transitioned from making I know. That's pancakes I- to making burgers? Yeah, well, I'll check. Maybe. Yeah, you're okay. Right. Maybe. Yeah, we should... that was it. Yeah. Are you for real? The P, it's now International House of Burgers. Wow. Okay. I, I just kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt in the breakfast that, thing there. I know you would assume. I rescinded everything I said. That was extremely stupid. Just way out of, just, yeah, left, wow. left Who, field. Uh, just... Were they all just in a press meeting? And like maybe it was like the son of the whoever, like maybe the owner died and like the son took over. Yeah. He walks into the boardroom and goes, guys. Why are we still making pancakes? Just coked out of his mind. He just, <laughs> just slams a new idea on the slams table. Slams his fist on the table. You know what's popular? Burgers. <laughs> Everybody loves burgers. Everyone starts clapping. What sells the most? Burgers. <laughs> Look at the sales of McDonald's, okay? They sell mostly burgers. <laughs> Big Macs. It's burgers. And then they chant with me. Burgers, burgers. Just some like hip son taking over. He said, doing coke off the table. <laughs> <laughs> Eating a burger. Okay. Wow, guys, I completely re- take back everything I just said for the last minute or two. Yeah. That was extremely stupid. I know. Yeah, just totally out of out of pocket. Just what even? That's like Coca Cola going. You know what? Fuck it. We don't make pop anymore. Now we sell potted plants. Yeah. 
Is it? We're leaving the industry. I know. It just like doesn't even make sense. The transition. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming they always sold burgers, but again, that's clearly not their like appeal. Coke only sells milkshakes now. Yeah. <laughs> you can oh. find them everywhere. Yeah. Oh man. Can do they sell like milkshakes that don't come in a machine? No, 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 no. no. Well, the the problem is I don't think it can maintain the viscosity it has. Yeah. I think it needs to be constantly in motion. Right. That's like uh, that would be yeah. um, innovative if someone could could figure that. Yeah, one just out. store casually. That that I mean that'd be really. I don't think that I, is that possible. I'm gonna go with science. Unless with yeah, unless there's some science crazy like. Yeah, but Jamie, we're talking like they 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 they're able to just fucking cure global warming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. One of the like convenient byproducts is now we could have milkshakes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> stored just stored milkshakes <laughs> in the freezer. All right, we solved global warming, and now we could have milkshakes Everyone's that you can like, just put in your awesome. fridge. And everybody's like, "Oh my god, that matters." <laughs> milkshakes, forget the global warming <laughs> yeah. thing. I'm more excited about this. Yeah, I want to hear more about those milkshakes. <laughs> Well, didn't they say like uh, what are those dipping dots or whatever? Um, they they the coolers. Is, isn't that like some weird hip? Uh, what, wait, what is dipping dots? I think it's flash frozen ice cream. So, um, what's what's that called when you use like dry ice kind of deal? They're like the little dots of ice cream. They they have them in the movie theater in Sarnia. Oh man, I if if I, I would only know if I ever actually bought anything at the theater. Oh yeah. Whenever I go there, I I pay for the movie and then I I go watch the movie. Now to be it's fair, kind of a rip off. They're like five bucks for a little like cup of them. But oh like, yeah, one hundred percent. It's all it's fun though. You know, it's a little. <laughs> it's enjoyable. Yeah, it's a nice little. Uh, what, what's the word? You, you yeah. But I rarely go to the, the novelty of it. Yeah. Are they even open right now? Yeah, they're definitely open. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're open. Probably, uh, I imagine they're probably doing the the new the newer stricter rules happening. Right. With the passport, but, but I we'll we'll see how that I guess plays out for them. But yeah, I thought I'm pretty sure they're open. Okay. Wait, unless did did it close? I know. Yeah, it closed like permanently closed. Oh no, no. I feel like at this point they would they would if they were still there and viable they would be trying to be they would be reopened at this point. Yeah. Because they want money. Well, I, I just know like uh, initially the lockdowns here in Ontario. Uh, they weren't allowed to be open for a while, but yeah, I don't know. They probably are now. They uh, must be open. Yeah. They got uh, it. They got it. Yeah. Come Pe- on. People need their movies. Although I, I mean, do, I mean, uh, I do know what, a lot. Our theaters open. What's that? Like the actual Imperial Theater's open, I believe. Is it? Or it will be very soon. Right. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know, man. Somebody's got to just write up uh, a PDF and send it to everybody. Like yeah. the the member of parliament of every single city just needs to like have a PDF readily available to everyone yeah, to just give them the lowdown mm-hmm. of whatever the hell's going on. Yeah, it's just too much to keep up with. And as I you know. said, it's always changing. So it's like I, I'm pretty sure it was open, but maybe you're right. Maybe it's not. I I have no idea. It's always sad when like a. Uh, Random business goes out of business. Yeah, I know. Marston Bull closed. Mars, yeah, that's that's a sad. That's one. very sad. I went there when I was probably under ten. I probably went there oh, like yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. I recently uh, just remembered I was there last year around December maybe, and I bowled like probably the best game I ever have in my entire life. 
And like, it was funny because the person I went with, um, he was bragging about it. He's like, yeah, I'm actually like really good at bowling and stuff. <laughs> and I, I ended up like kicking his ass Dude, and like, I don't even bowl. Face. Like, I don't even like, it was like, oh, I, I haven't done this. Destroyed in, him. Yeah. I was like, it's been like a year probably since I've been here. And I just like, I seriously got like five strikes that game, like something crazy like that. And I just kept getting them like in a row. And he's like, did you just get another one? I was like, I guess I was like even shocked myself. Um, I, I know. I took my cousin up. I have bowling. a picture of it. I I could dig up. I went to Highway right Bowl with my cousin uh, a month or two ago, and he got three strikes in a row. Yeah. And he and he hadn't bowled in like three years. Right. And I made me think: Is this all just? Is this pure talent? Is it? Is it pure luck? Uh, what is this? Yeah, I don't know. I barely bowl, so I, me, I don't know. Yeah, for me it was kind of tough call. I was like, is this uh, just raw luck? talent? Yeah. Is this just luck? It's hard to say. Um, are you a proto J, Jamie? I guess I'm the bowling master, man. Are you? Are you good at bowling? No, no. I I go bowling probably once every two to three years. Oh, really? I wouldn't mind doing it more. Well, now there's like one available in uh, in Sarnia. One what? Like one bowling alley. Oh wow! I actually found the picture just because I was I was that curious. I didn't know there's a bowling alley one, in two, another. Three. I didn't know there's another bowling alley in Sarnia. Uh yeah, it's a highway bowl. Here I'm just gonna no, well, like, I'm just showing oh, Austin oh, it's a out picture. In the waves. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just showing Austin a picture here. So see five strikes that game. That's pretty good. I got one sixty nine. Uh nice. Hundred and sixty nine points. Eh? I know. So yeah, I shit dude. I know. I was like shocked myself. But like, look at that. Four of them were in a row. Four strikes that's in a row. Pretty, that's pretty sublime. And like as it was happening, I got one. And then the second one, they're like, did you just get another? I was like, yeah. Like, wow. And as soon as my third came, they're like, no way. They're like, and then the fourth, <laughs> they, I actually was like, lose my shit. You can all go home now. Yeah. I'm Thank like, you. I, I'm done here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have places to be. Yeah. Yeah. Girls to see. Got my bowling groupies waiting for me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got uh, other plans. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And the guy I went with, he, like, brought his own ball and everything. Yeah. The moment somebody brings their own bowling ball, you know you're fucked. I know. On, on the red, usually. 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 Uh, like, can... my one buddy, I, I went bowling with him. He's like, How, when's the last time you bowled? And I, I told you, what I said to you, I'm like, ah, you know, two years ago, maybe. Yeah. And he casually pulls out this nicely polished black bowling ball. Yeah. And he, he brings in his own carrying bag, and, I, and I'm like, I know I'm fucked. Oh, yeah. I'm completely fucked. No Except competing. this guy was really good. I think he got like a bit over 200 or something really? like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's The crazy. max you can get is 300. Yeah. And uh, I think he, he, was, he was able to get consistently really high. Really? Yeah. He was pretty legit. He did like the whole, like good bowlers have that, ang- like the trajectory where they could like spin it just enough that it like takes off. It like goes to the edge and it like spins back that. in and hits the center and he like he had that down yeah and once you have that down, you are pretty close to being guaranteed a spare right like eighty percent of the time yeah or, or or if not that a strike like it's just very consistent it hits the right spot. I, some people are absolutely crazy at bowling, but um, I saw I saw a post. It was like a bowling alley that it posted people's pictures like if they bowled a perfect game. Uh, so it was like, it was like thinking about the guy who bowled a perfect game on nine 11. It was like, <laughs> cause it like shows the, the place, like the time that he did it. So it's like faces on a wall. It literally is just like September 11th, 2001. It's like, he bowled a perfect game. <laughs> hey, some people had a good day that day. I guess so. <laughs> some people are having a good time. Yeah. Or maybe he was looking for a distraction. 
Yeah. Yeah, true. He was like traumatized. He's like, yeah, I just need to blow off yeah, some I steam. I just need to blow. I need to just go do what I always do. I need to bowl. I need to go bowl. I need to my put my out. fear into a into something productive, and then he bowled a perfect game. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. But yeah, bowling's fun. I don't know. Yeah, there's only gonna be one left in Sarnia, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a bit on the outskirts though. That's a problem with highway bowl. Mm-hmm. You're, it's definitely oh, yeah, not. We, we actually went there kind of recently. Yeah, we went there for your birthday. That is true. Yeah, I was your DD. That's true. Yeah, I was, was stone fun. cold sober. Yeah, yeah, that's no fun way to bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bowling completely sober is not. It's not exuberant. I'm not going to no. say it's the best thing ever. No, but uh, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I don't mind uh, DDing sometimes. Oh yeah, just hanging out. It's fun. Um, yeah, there's especially a... now. I I haven't been drinking that much. Yeah, I've maybe, I maybe have been drunk once in the last month, maybe two. Yeah. Something like that. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, I have a... It started to simmer down to the end of the summer. Yeah. I have a, kind of riding the I have a new job that the hours are pretty crazy, so I just don't even have time to drink for <laughs> when I'm working. Well, that's probably good for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're, they're, <laughs> like the sh- they're like 12-hour shifts. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, don't even have time. Like, I'm just like, well... If anything, you should be doing that six days a week, Jamie. <laughs> That's that keep would, yourself out of trouble. Make some mad bank. That'd be awful. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, actually it's not that bad. Well, I mean, I would do it for a little bit if I knew, like, just the rest of my life, I was working six twelve-hour shifts a week. I wouldn't be very happy, I'm sure. Yeah, that's uh, that changes a lot. Yeah, I would temporarily do it, probably, maybe. No, you know what? Uh, wouldn't really want to, but I, I definitely, I, could. I definitely have you beat. But for dramatic effect, what's the most hours you've ever worked in a week? Mm, probably like 48. 48? Yeah. I did uh, one week, and I believe this was billable hours too. I think I did 92 hours. That's, oh man, that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did, uh, I worked seven days that week, and most of those days were 14 hours. That's brutal. I think there's one day that was slightly shorter, and that's why it's not even higher. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. It's kind of weird because uh, when at first I was like, oh, 12 hours is going to be no, and I right think on. I, Yeah, and I subtracted, I think, like lunch breaks from that. So I think it ends up being in the ballpark of around like 92 hours. That's crazy, though. But honestly, like it, it is funny because you, you definitely get used to it. So I remember like at first I was like, oh, that's going to be brutal. But like now I can't even picture working eight hour shifts because I'm just like I'm so already pretty used to the 12s. You know it's I mean? incredible how adaptable human beings are. Yeah, now to me, you 12 know, is like, oh, okay, I mentally get through this by like, uh, I look at the clock, I'm like, oh, okay, we're about this point through the day. And like, now I'm like an eight would seem short. I know, no, and what's even funny is you, when you look back, you think, how the fuck did I do that? Mm-hmm. Or like, how how did I just, op- how did I operate that way? And I was perfectly fine with it that whole time. Yeah. Well, looking back, for example, when I think of working 92 hours, I'm like, that's a... Fuck. I don't really remember. I don't fully remember what that felt like. No. And I look back and go, how did I do that? Yeah, you're just doing absolutely nothing but work. Yeah, but the answer (laughs) is you just, you're like, when you're in the pocket, like when I'm, like, for example, when I'm doing like longer weeks anyway. Yeah. And then I had that one week where I peaked out and did like a ridiculous amount of hours. Um, You just, I don't know what it is, but your brain just goes, nah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Ah, we'll deal with it. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah, kind it's of not that bad. already used to these long shifts, so it's like, yeah, all right. Your brain's just good to go. It just, just goes, man, we'll it. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, it is very strange. Because it's like, even like, 
remember when I worked part time and worked like four hour shifts my when I was like younger first time ever being at work I was like this is horrible this is dragging right on now I'm like four hours that's crazy that's, that's like nothing <laughs> like as a teenager I'm like this at is one horrible point, I don't know if I ever really worked four hour shifts no no I don't well I've done I've obviously done them before but yeah. I didn't have it as a consistent yeah yeah when I worked at a you grocery know what? store I got them I'd go as far as to say I don't think I've ever had a part-time job no ever no yeah, we were Every just job I've ever about- had, I, I've just kind of, they were like, welcome, you're working 40 hours a week. And yeah. I'm like, cool. Did you, yeah, did, so you didn't work when you were in high school at all? Oh, I did. I was a flat roofer. And it was 40 I, I did, hours uh, while you were at school as well? Or just well, during the I, summer? It was, so when I was 16, I got my first job. Yeah. And it was for the summer. And I so I did that for the summer full time. And then when I transitioned, oh, you, you actually, you know what? I did have a part-time job. Because I did the flat roofing, and then afterwards they said, oh, do you want to do renovations? Because we're doing renovations on the building. So I did uh, renovations while I was still in school. And I think I did both. It was something like that. So actually at that point, I think I was part-time. Not for long, though. Maybe like four to six months. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like brutal if you're like just finishing school and working eight hours. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be yeah. You're right. That'd be pretty lethal. Although, no, to dude, be it's fair, getting hard to remember those details. Though, I'm just like, that's true. I guess I did do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, technically, like a lot of people in college or university, like there's people who go to school and have to work a job. So that. Kudos, oh yeah, that's kudos uh, to them. That's crazy. <laughs> no, that's not fun. It's no, not fun. It'd be exhausting. Um, and it's shitty work too. Yeah. I remember shitty work. Yeah. For me, it's a lot farther away. I. Uh, because I, I, I probably talked about this already a bit, but I used to be, at one point, I said, I did flat roofing. Flat roofing is shitty work. Yeah. Especially, I worked with tar and tar paper, and tar is just... Gets on you. Just disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Tar is just filthy, filthy stuff to work with. Right. And uh, then after that, yeah, I did renovations, and then I was a framer for a year, building houses in uh, BC. Yeah. And then, I, and then I was a temp agent for a while, too, just before school. Right. Just doing any shitty gutter job you can think of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess I shouldn't say where it was, but... um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, might as well not, right? But it... Yeah, those were shitty jobs. But man, once I started getting nice jobs, for me, when I had those crappy jobs, my entire time I was thinking in my brain, I'm going to school. Yeah. And this is temporary. I just kept saying that. I'm like, this is temporary. I am getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right? Moving on to something you enjoy. And I did. And it was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Once I got there, it felt so good. Once I got, uh, especially once I got some of one of my first serious gigs when I was in Toronto. Yeah. Where I was making really good money and all I had to do was just sit behind a soundboard. Yeah. I was doing that gig and I was like, holy shit. I'm like, I've like, I don't have to do shitty gutter work like that ever again. Yeah. It was a nice feeling. It was a really nice well, feeling. Well, yeah, weren't uh you were working with like fiberglass too and that I worked in a uh a th- it was a factory where they it was sorry, it was like a production building where we'd make like thermal pipe sleeves. Right. So you'd stuff fiberglass into these fiberglass cases. Yeah. Yeah, my I would be covered in fiberglass. And you're just every itchy day. all the time. I didn't have a hot shower we're, for like 4 months when I worked there. Which is like interesting cuz like 
were there people there who have worked there like their entire lives and they're just uh, used to the fiberglass? There was a guy there who's there for 12 years. 12 years. And there's another guy there for three years. That Your skin gets used to it. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, that's brutal to just be itchy and in pain for like 12 years. Oh, it, got if, re- it gets if, really if bad, too. the job's too, actually that brutal. Because when, like, you, <laughs> when you grab the fiberglass and, stuffed, and you stuffed it into the, uh, the sleeve. Right. Like you would like rub against the the sleeve had fiberglass on the inside too, so you'd just be rubbing your skin ah. against like the inside of the sleeve and like all the fiberglass you're holding. Wow. Um, that's wild. No, dude, it was. Uh, I never got used to it, but man, I would this get guy like has these, skin of steel. <laughs> yeah, I would get red rashes all up my arms, and wow, it would like itch and hurt. And I would, I said, only cold showers. Mm-hmm. No, dude, that was a pretty shitty job. And people obviously say, oh, why don't you wear gloves and stuff like that? The big problem is fiberglass is also, it obviously, once again, very thermal. Right. So if I wore, like, the suit, you'll get covered in fiberglass, and then you just basically, not, you basically become this concealed object, and you right. sweat to death. Yeah. So you kind of go, do I want to sweat all day? Just be completely covered in sweat, because you can't, your body, you can't breathe anymore. You're just, like, covered in fiberglass in the suit, right? Or do I just want to, my hands to feel shitty? And right. I initially started with the suit, and everybody there was shaking their head, going, ah, you'll get here eventually. You'll be doing it just like us soon enough. And within the first week, I gave up. I That's was like, hilarious, hey. yeah. Especially so, because when you sweat, like, it opens up your pores, and then, like, the fiberglass goes into your skin, and wow. you were better off just, just fucking toughing it out. Everyone's like, look at this guy actually wearing his safety gear. <laughs> I know, they have it, and they're all just like, yeah, we've all been through that phase. Yeah, that we've phase. We've been there and done that. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. No, dude, shitty. And those and there's no beating around the bush. Those jobs are shitty. And one thing I don't understand, because I had that feeling of no fucking way I'm doing this the rest of my life. Yeah. And I'm amazed that some people just don't immediately get that reaction to yeah. it. Hey, I mean, some people might weirdly enjoy it, I guess. Because I, 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 I found a comfortable sanity, especially when I, was a, when I was a temp agent. I was definitely not in a good place. Yeah. But I found a good temporary sanity in just saying... And this will end. Yeah. This is not well, going to last forever. This is just a season of my life where I just got to tough it out and make money so I can go to school. Yeah. Right? I mean, kudos to anyone doing it, though, because someone has to do it. So, I mean, if they do enjoy it, that's cool. Guy's been there 12 years. I mean, I'm assuming he must well, not completely he, hate it. <laughs> although, at that point, he was pretty moved up in the company. He actually pre- he actually made some pretty good cash. Yeah. No, he said, he said, I considered leaving at one point, but he's like, at this point. But he did more than just pack the sleeves. He did a lot more. Right. He actually, I think he got paid really well for his job, and that's why he never quit it. Yeah. But that's obviously, for the most part, especially in a smaller town like Sarnia. Yeah. If people like you, they'll if if it's a smaller company like that, like that deals with like industrial or anything like that, they'll they'll do well by you. Oh yeah. If they really want to keep you around, so I think this he he was one of those guys where he kind of he goes up to the boss and says, "Ah, "I'm thinking of quitting." The guy goes, "How about I give you a raise and you don't?" Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah, because that's the thing. They want people who are like know exactly what they're doing. So it's like the longer someone's been in a company, they're like, well, we know this person knows the insides and outs of pretty much everything going on around here. Yeah, so that obviously doesn't pretty, apply to... Pretty valuable. That doesn't really apply to minimum wage jobs. Yeah. Because obviously if you're... Uh, like, if you, like let's say if you used to be a cashier, yeah. you're pretty expendable. It's going to be hard to be so excellent at your job that they go, let's... Let's start giving this guy some significant wage increases. That's right? true. To a degree, because, I mean, people end up being supervisors in that field. 
There's oh, some yeah. who definitely are good that's at a, training. That's a blatant promotion, right? Yeah. I'm talking, or you actually, you want know to be fair? It's a bit of both. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you some credit there. Yeah, it's a because it's a case of let's say you're doing a job that everyone else was doing at your job, but you are, get really good at it, so you're able to increase your productivity. Right. So a great example would be let's say you're a programmer. If they eventually re- get to the point where they realize that you output a lot more code or a lot more quality work than your coworkers, yeah, and you say, hey, I'm ready to go. They're going to be much more prone to say, "Oh, let's keep this guy around." Yeah, this guy does really good work. Why would we? We, we can't get. We can't lose him. Kind of thing. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Currently, I'm actually working. Like, I don't, I'm not going to say the name, obviously, but I've uh, been working for a company right now. It's kind of a smaller company, and uh, I know someone who's worked there. I think like three years or a little more, and he's already had like a promotion there, just because it's kind of a small. Kind of a smaller job, like smaller yeah. Working workforce. working for small businesses is pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's, so it's always like, pretty good because like he's already had a, like a promotion and everything there, and he's just it's only been there like three years. So yeah, but, you I I would definitely say for the most part, it's not fun to get lost in the machine. Yeah, at a big company, there's like hundreds of people employed or even thousands. Like you're just a number. Exactly, <laughs> and at that point, and there's your no impact pers- on their bottom line. It's hard for them to even perceive it because there's just so many people right. doing something similar, or like you know, you're just you're just a small, t- you're a tiny bit of the pot, yeah, compared to becoming a critical piece. Yeah, no, it's weird because yeah, this is definitely the the smallest workforce I've ever been in, and it's very, it's yeah, very different than what I'm used to. Because I'm like, wow, this is actually like, I actually feel like my input kind of makes a difference because it's small enough. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But now the cool. reality is, obviously, we're in Sarnia. So, yeah. and you know, in a lot of ways, because I've, I've lived in a decent amount of cities in, in, uh, in Canada. I've, I've been around the block. Mm. And in the grand scheme of things, Sarnia is pretty good. It's yeah. not a bad place to live. You can actually get pretty close to living the regular American dream, you know, yeah. as they call it. where <laughs> The Sarnia dream. You can go work at the plants, come yeah. home, have a family and a house with two cars. Yeah. And you can sustain that reasonably well. And if even if your wife if your wife or husband work even even better yeah double income yeah but yeah you can do pretty well here yeah oh yeah it's de- I would say definitely that is <laughs> Sarnia's biggest um what's what's the word oh like? well it's the money maker yeah <laughs> it's the biggest selling point yeah now the the bummer about Toronto is there I like it there because I I've obviously been thinking about if I really want to go back or not. Right, and I do like it there, but the the big thing obviously is, is there really a future there for me? Yeah, because <clears throat> housing there is so expensive, or renting there is so expensive. And can I, am I ever really gonna buy a house and core down like in Toronto? Yeah, probably never. Right, because I don't think it's ever gonna go down or. It's no. just going to keep going up, and it's just going to become inaccessible. Unless you somehow scoop in there, like, after a market crash or something, and, like, something crazy. It would have to be a pretty fucking crazy market crash. Yeah. Well, do you remember uh, in Detroit, there was houses being sold for a dollar? Uh, houses were, yeah. They were. They didn't even want to demo them or deal with them or pay property right. tax. So they just said, please take this house. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, in now, case, unless now, something Jamie, like that happens in Toronto. That's because the entire city went bankrupt. Right. <laughs> that, well, exactly. And and at that point, I, I think at one point... They, you don't want to live there anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think there was police at one point. Like, yeah. that's that's how bad it got. In fact, I think, because my dad, 
uh, works still works near there, so to speak. He's doing it remotely now, but he had still to drive in sometimes. Oh, to Detroit? Uh, well, to Flint. Oh, okay. But like when he was in those areas, he'd commonly go to Detroit or I hear go the, there. I hear the water there is great. I know. It's pouring rain right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Or, or I, I meant in Flint, Michigan. Oh, wait. Oh, the, the wa- oh, yeah, water. I know. They have the, Delicious. It's so ridiculous that that's still happening. I know. I can't believe that shit. I know. They've had, like, a water problem for, like, seven years now. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I know. It's like... <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but he would go to Detroit, and I think at one point, they actually put it a public announcement that you do not stop at red lights. Wait, what? Because the uh, because uh, some areas in Detroit were so bad after the city went bankrupt and there's just no way to regulate everything because the city had no money. Right. That if you stopped at a red light, somebody would slash your tires and you would get mugged. Yeah. <laughs> like That's crazy. at red lights. Like they, they would take advantage of things like that too. They just said in these neighborhoods, if the light's red, keep like ch- double check and then keep on going. Right. Right? Yeah, that's intense. Crazy. My uh, a friend of mine, like he, he said, he went on a road trip to, uh, I don't know if it was Detroit. It was somewhere like pretty dangerous. He was he was driving through. And I guess his friend had to like shit, so um, <laughs> they went to stop at a corner store, and they said there was like people standing in front of all these trashed cars, like with like their windows smashed in, and. Uh, there's people just aggressively like just staring at them as they were pulling in. They're like, um, they're like, uh, let's not get out here. And then they just kept going. Um, but yeah, it was like just apparently just this trashed corner store with like beat up cars and just pe- all these people standing in front of them. Look like they probably just like smashed these cars. And they just pulled in. They're like, um, let's not get out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, looks like these guys just went ham at a couple of cars here. Yeah. So they're like, we're never looking, mind. We look pretty ripe for the taking. Yeah. So I guess he ended up like having to shit under a bridge or something, like an overpass or something. I mean, also they were just too scared to park anywhere. Let's <laughs> <laughs> shit on the side of the yeah, the highway. Basically, uh, I mean. I, I feel like we do have to acknowledge it. Like the weather here is crazy. Yeah. Do, do you hear it out there? It's it sounds like a freaking typhoon. It's nice. It literally always. It's almost rains. relaxing. It always rains when. We yeah, and the now. reason it's notable is because probably the last month, easily the last month, it has rained every single day we record. Yeah, and sometimes it'll be like a great week where it doesn't rain at all, and then of course the day. We record. It does. Or or one time Jamie came to the came to the house, and as we were leaving, it started to rain. Yeah, it, I'm like that. Amazing, amazing. The moment we go, okay, it's time. Let's let's go do the podcast. Let's go and do a ritual. Yeah. Then the mother nature goes. All right, time to let's piss on this parade. Yeah, it like and it was totally great weather the whole day before that. I know, it was a beautiful day. So, I, I don't get it. It really is just after us, apparently. And again, like even today, it didn't rain all day, and then it started. It was supposed to, and then it just held off. Held off until it was time. Until Pretty much until it was about time. Yeah. Ah, so. it didn't affect us too much this time anyway. No. And we're nice and cozy in the cabin. I know, I could like... As per the usual. I could just sleep right here, honestly. <laughs> That'd be nice, that actually. Would, that wouldn't be bad. There is a mattress. You, you in here. should do that some night. Just sleep I in the sh- cabin. I should. It'd be it'd be just like the all you hear is the soothing rain hitting the ceiling. There's maybe a moth or two, but you know they're pretty harmless. Not yeah, a big deal. I'm kind of scared of the bugs in here, maybe, but ah, it's like Jamie, camping. Just remember, I, I actually have this thing that I, I'm not really scared by bugs anymore because you just got to remember that you're the alpha. Yeah. That <laughs> if any bug shows up, you're gonna fuck his shit up. Yeah. Okay. 
Spider dead. Centipede dead. <laughs> right. And they're they're scared shitless. They're they're running for their lives. I was with you trying to survive. I was with you until you said centipede. I don't know if I can <laughs> handle those. I, things are different now, Jamie. Because <laughs> I I remember when you when you came over when we were maybe in high school, like yeah. uh, somewhere in the middle of high school. Yeah, we were gonna go sleep in the theater room because I we had a theater room back then. Right. Pretty, pretty nice schnazzy house. Yeah. And uh, we saw like a centipede and a spider. Yeah, like in it, like wedged in between the door frames in a corner somehow. <laughs> yeah, and I, and you said, uh, "Want to sleep upstairs?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I and I, I said, uh, "Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we can sleep upstairs. Yeah, that, like, we can make that happen. We can make that happen." Yeah. yeah. No, I I remember that honestly. Like I don't know. There, <laughs> we just saw centipedes. We went, "Oh fuck that!" Yeah. I don't know. I don't care how nice it is to sleep down here. I don't care if there is a projector yeah. in a video games. There's We're out of here. There's also a centipede in a there's spider. There's a centipede, and the vibe is ruined. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I I still, I mean, to this day, I don't like centipedes, but yeah, I'm not, not I wouldn't I'm do ready that to now. fuck those centipedes now. I would just kill like, it. Get the fuck over here, and I'll just use my fist <laughs> and just punch them oh. into the ground. Oh, no, man, because they, like, crunch. Yeah, they Ugh. crunch, and the guts get in my hand. I'm like, ugh. You. And I go and wipe it off. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, don't, <laughs> I, I grab like a shoe. I know, I'm just, I'm just, just intense about it now. I'll grab a shoe or something. Maybe. You know, though, I will say though, like when I have that mindset when I go camping and stuff. Now, if I see some bugs, I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah. If they come over here, dead. That's true. I oh yeah, I'd I'd sleep in here probably. I mean, I'm not actually that scared of the spiders. It'd be nice, especially. I would. It would definitely be a day it's raining because like. This would be great. Yeah, it'd be you nice. Can, you yeah, can hear it's soothing. It. Yeah. I actually have always liked that feeling of camping, like or even just being in a tent and it's raining. Do you do you what's funny? I like is that, that it feeling. feels like you're defying nature. Yeah. That's what that's what the feeling it always gave me. That because I'm out here and I'm in this tent, there's a part of me that thinks, Oh man, if we went back to the caveman days, this would be I'd just be, you know, like getting soaked right now or running for sh- like running under a tree. Yeah. Or no, a no, 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 no. This is this is the twentieth, twenty first century. Okay. Yeah. I, I get we have this sick tent and now the rain just doesn't do anything. It just fucking bounces off our amazing technology. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's that's the soothing part for me, is just how powerful our infrastructure is. When we're when I'm sitting on a balcony, all I can think is, oh, man, like Mother Nature never saw this coming. No. (laughs) (laughs) Us having balconies and enjoying it when it's like just flooding rain. Oh, yeah. I feel stupid yet, nature. (laughs) You know... um, Trying to rain on my parade. I don't like RVs as much when it comes to camping. I feel like I'd prefer... Have you ever been in a nice RV? I've been in like a semi-nice RV before. Not, Not those ones where it's like... You can tell it's just like some hick truck slapped uh, slapped onto a trailer, yeah, and they basically they basically just like did this and just mashed it together. I've I've been in a <laughs> I've been in a pretty nice RV before. Instead of having the trailer hitch, Jamie, they just like get rid of the trunk bed and just slap a trailer right on it. Instead. Yeah, yeah. I've no, def- no, no. I've definitely been in something. The like real that before, RVs too. is the one where it's completely built in. Yeah, I I've, I've definitely been in like both i mean i've been in some shitty ones too but i but i'm just saying even a nice one like i just there's something about being in a tent that i like do it's so funny i was nine years old and i my aunt and uncle had like bought a pretty nice rv and we drove to uh from port huron in michigan down to south dakota i think it was we went all the way to, it was like a two-week trip um 
and we like we did a road trip and we kind of took our time along the way too saw some stuff it was pretty cool yeah and uh it was like it was like a whole two-week excursion we like were picking up my grandparents or something and we're like they because they were moving over to where we are something like that and uh i got back and you're nine years old right i haven't seen my parents in like almost two weeks yeah. So I get out of the RV, I see my parents, and I immediately start bawling my eyes out because I'm like, ah, oh, my parents. Yeah. And then I and then I got sick. <laughs> from I think crying? I got sick from crying too much. Wow. And then uh, like they had and then but like they were they like came to hang out with my aunt and uncle. So then I just like laid on a couch. Yeah. While they all just hung out and I just watched like Star Trek on a on like one of those old DVD players. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> Man. Do, I don't know. I was because I and uh, this is all chaining into something. I don't know about you, but do you remember how astounding it was when mobile things? For, I still remember how astounding it was that oh, mobile yeah. things were coming out. Anyone who had those like DVD players on the back of their seats, like their parents' cars. Oh, and those vans. Yeah, that. I know. Al- holy shit! That always blew my mind. I was like, that's so cool. And then I remember like my parents got. It wasn't one for the seats, but it was like one of the, what you, you were talking about, the little portable DVD players. Yeah, and what we do is, and at least f- with our family, we'd wedge it in between the seats. Yeah. So my parents had the two front seats right in the dash. Yeah. And we just like wedge the DVD player in between their seats and it would hold it there. Yeah. And we just like, and it would be in the middle and we'd all just watch movies in the back. Yeah. I just it realized. It's fucking great. I just realized something. Whatever happened to those, like the ones that do go on seats? You think they would just have really good ones now, but like uh, I would say, the reason why they don't typically do that is the problem with technology now is it advances so fast that some companies view it as a detriment to constantly put tech into their vehicle because they make them very dated later. Right. Because let's say like let's say the touchscreen in my car, I have a 2013 car. Yeah. The touchscreen's kind of shitty. Right. Because touchscreen technology wasn't the best thing back back then, but now it is. Right. Right? So it's kind of a question of, do you constantly put in this technology you know, like, down the line, people are going to go, oh, this is shit. Right. Or, like, or just, but even, just leave it out. Even just, like, external ones, like something you can strap to the back of a car chair or something. Like, I'm just surprised that I don't even think anywhere sells anything like that also not only that actually and this is probably even the better answer yeah is everybody now has so many accessible devices that nobody would give a shit anyway right do you think kids would go in a minivan with screens and go screens i've never seen these i don't Uh have an ipad a phone in my pocket or just multiple facets to have like these hd screens in front of me already true but i mean it is handy to if you're watching a movie or something on a road trip like rather than compared to a phone or an ipad holding a ipad i mean having it on the chair is handy i think and not only that not only that it's still an ipad you can still go on websites with it you can do whatever the hell you want with it it's basically they're basically computers now yeah so it does everything so why would you want to have some like dumb outdated tv device and oh like, yeah I, I, actually and you know what another thing i just thought of is like dvds are also dated so it, it would have to be go off wi-fi or something anyway oh yeah it would need all this sort of tech with it too it basically needs to be an android tablet built uh, into the van where where yeah whereas if you already are paying for a plan for a tablet you're just going to bring that yeah that's a fair point now there's probably some that have docs right you they, can, maybe like, they download. support like uh like a more official like Android format or something like that that you can just like dock the uh, that you can dock a tablet into or something like that. But probably, yeah. That's probably as close as they get. But you know, actually, if you didn't know this, uh, another interesting thing is a lot of like hypercars or supercars. Uh, a lot of them avoid putting the latest tech into their cars as well. Yeah. 
because same thing. They're kind of like they kind of go, okay, like this tech seems really great right now, but ten years from now it's gonna be pretty shitty. And then people, when they buy our cars, are gonna go, oh, this car's really this Bugatti's fucking cool, uh, but this touchscreen is shit, or oh, all these like touch panel buttons are garbage, and right? Whatever, yeah. or all oh, the pr- in, the built-in processor shitty, you know. So they they've just started to avoid. A lot of them have started to just avoid technology entirely and keep it as minimal as they can, right. and just focus on the driving experience. So the vehicle. Yeah, it won't feel like it won't feel dated somehow in ten yeah. years. Where you get in the car and you're like, okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> what is this car? <laughs> well, people have their Last own devices. Century. So yeah. No, that makes sense. So like you're saying they don't even use touch screens or anything really? Well, you know how Tes like Tesla's the opposite. Tesla embraces it. So let's say like they put a huge touchpad in their Teslas, right? Right. Like they're like huge. Like the the entire dash is basically just one large touchpad. Yeah, they they do the opposite. They embrace it, which is which is cool because obviously Teslas are driven to be are designed to be driven and used, and then at some point discarded for being outdated. Right. Well, let's say a, like a supercar, their intention is it's going to last. Right. People are going to dis- are going to keep this Bugatti in cycle or this Ferrari. Right. They're going to keep it potentially between multiple people for decades. Right. So they want it to feel the way it's still well, yeah. like it, it, the moment it got released, it should feel the same way. Three, yeah. the three decades later or something like that. Right? Yeah, the it Tesla does make sense. is like the, it, being the one of its kind is probably a selling point too. Oh, the, the fact, fact that they embrace technology is one of yeah. the big selling points. Yeah. Right. That makes sense, yeah. Because uh, that's interesting though. I, and, yeah, I, never and to really be honest, it makes sense because if I was buying, let's say, a really nice Ferrari and it had some shitty old touchscreens in it, right. that would, to me, devalue it to some degree. Yeah. Because I kind of go, ah, this car feels dated. Yeah. But not in a good way. Not in a... You know, like, Retro, oh, I love like, the way that engine sounds, or like, oh, yeah. I love how minimalist this interior is, or something. It's more of a, like, oh, like, there's just blatantly better approaches to this now, and now yeah. I just have the old one that sucks. <laughs> like a really janky <laughs> touch screen that, like, you actually have to, like, push in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I know, that's what my 2013 has, okay? So I I, I am, like, refracting a little bit on my yeah. own life, but... Yeah. Because when experienced it has experienced it firsthand. <laughs> It, it's and I've gotten really good at it. Like I know exactly how to make it work the way I want it to. But sometimes my friends are using it. They like go to because like for example, it'll say like the don't look at this touchpad while driving. Do you agree? You have to like do that every single time you boot the car because so uh, no all cars make you fucking do that kind of shit. Right. right. Yeah. You have to hit agree, but like. I know how to do it, but some people don't, so they like have to sit there and fucking fidget with <laughs> it until they can get the agree to push. That's annoying. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> It's like, uh, yeah, or, or even like those seatbelt dinging noises that cars do. I always thought that was kind of annoying, too. Oh, the fact that they're like, please put on your seatbelt. I mean, yeah. I wish they could just, why can't they just shut those off? Why can't I just drive around without a seatbelt? <laughs> yeah, well. Come on. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's just <laughs> It's like, funny the way you put it. You're like, on those pesky reminders to put on your damn seatbelt. <laughs> no. What is this, Soviet Russia? Yeah, I'm just saying it like... It is annoying, especially if you're sitting with someone who just isn't putting it on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, just shut up then, like, if they're not going to put it on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, like, in the passenger seat. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. It's annoying. But it's like after, like, 10 dings, it calls the police on you or something. Yeah, calls the cops. It's <laughs> the GPS is now tracking you, the one the one you've, you thought was designed for your uses. No. Calls your mom, tells her. <laughs> calls your mother. <laughs> You're no warning, 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 you are emergency contact. <laughs> a driver by the name of it, your son. <laughs> your son, yeah. 
uh, I don't know. Yeah, you better wear, deal with him. Wear your seatbelts. I wasn't saying not to, you know. Not cool, Jamie. Seatbelts cool. save lives. Oh, my good. Holy mackerel, Jamie. We're out of time. Holy mackerel. We're like a minute or two over, dude. Whoa. I, I thought this seemed long. Um, Did it feel long? No. No, Jamie, when I'm with you, it, it time flies by. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. And I, hope, and I hope it flew by for all of you out there as well. Appreciate you. Thanks right. for listening. Thank you. We'll get out of your hair. All right, bye.